All right, Internet. It's the Meteor Station Virtual Reality Podcast number 12. This is the last one where I get to do the month as the number of the podcast, and then I'm going to have to learn how to do simple edition. But for now, it's still 2020. Sorry for that, but at least we're coming up on Christmas. And so for those who don't know us, we are a virtual reality content creation studio. We make fun and free content. Today, I am joined by Ruin, much like all the other podcasts, because constant co-host, Gruen. How are you doing today, Gruen? I am doing fine. Good to hear. I was trying not to be the normal Gruen. Okay. Yeah, doing well. Well, How are you? (laughs) I am excellent, and I'm Donuts or else, by the way. Donuts for short. But yeah, I think we've got a good one ahead of ourselves on this one. We have yeah. the founder of Fun Train joining us for the guest segment. So that should be fun. They just launched, or they're the producers of the Tarzan VR game that was recently released, or two of the they, three episodes of it are released. And they also did Exorcist. Right, yes. So we have that to look forward to. So I guess that immediately tangented us into news because one news thing is Tarzan and VR recently launched. So is that. And very recently as well, Elite Dangerous, one of the OG VR games, went for free on Epic Games. So I don't know about you, but I downloaded it and I hadn't played that one yet it's crazy because it's like i always feel like i haven't played so many things but i've played so many vr things it's just crazy it's a very good problem to have i would say yeah i I download all the omg vr games perfect glad to hear it yeah and yeah for other news and vr game stuff there was also Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge just released on the 19th, so that that looks looks super fun. Yeah, Yeah. I'm kind of interested. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing some reviews, but I'll scan through those, and I'm probably going to have to give it a try. How about you? Yeah, if it's multiplayer, we should do that. Hmm, true. We should multiplay it. I didn't think it was. Yeah, it's not multiplayer, so we can pretend. We'll get in at the same time and kill the same robots. It'll be great. Okay. Sorry to burst your bubble. But that's okay. I'll just pretend all the robots are you when I'm killing them. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so you had some other game thing you wanted to talk about, right? So the only thing that I saw was th- this... It's really not, this is not big news. I just thought this was funny because I was doing a search and I found this game and it's actually from Sharper Image. It's a $69 augmented reality game for kids and it's a monster shooting game. So you can see monsters under your bed and shoot them or monsters (laughs) in your closet and shoot them. That just sounded like a bad idea on some level. I love it. Although, I, I guess I actually kind of get the logic. Uh, when I was a kid, I had this recurring nightmare, which, which I'm pretty sure was inspired by that skiing game where the Yeti comes out and eats you. So mm. I had this recurring dream where 
these trees were alive. They were called tree womps, and they would eat you. But then one day, for I don't remember what inspired me to do this, but I imagined the, the same dream, but all the tree womps were ridiculous looking, just hilarious. And then that nightmare stopped being recurring because it was funny. So maybe if they're already hmm. seeing monsters under their bed, getting to shoot them, it's just yeah. like, oh, I just shoot them. Why? Well, they yeah. and they are cartoon monsters. They're, I don't think they're trying to make them like exorcist uh, type scary. So, ooh, good tie-in. Way to bring it all around back to <laughs> fun training. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. That is all so aboard. the sixty-nine dollar tag though. That is, it, it better be astoundingly great. The monster. <laughs> I better feel like there are monsters in my closet that I'm murdering. <laughs> Because there's oh. a lot of good stuff you can do for that. Ooh, <laughs> Christmas ideas. Okay. A- bringing me actual monsters in my closet. Here, Tyler, here's no. a gun and a monster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I but, just thought I could get you this children's game where the headset mm-hmm. probably wouldn't even fit you. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. Don't let dreams be dreamed. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, the only other thing that really caught my eye to chat about was uh, just so I keep saying these different things like pretty early on, there were roller coasters where they were adding VR and that kind of thing. It's like, that's kind of interesting. You get to instead of having to look around at normal real life, you could look around at crazy world while you're moving on a roller coaster. I, for one, have oh, you, fun on wait, normal roller you coasters, mean like- but... You mean like when they you're you're on a roller coaster, but you put on the glasses and you see something different? Right, right, right. Yeah. You're not talking about the experiences where you're just at home on VR. Correct. Yeah. Good clarification okay. for the audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is where you're on a physical roller coaster, looking at things in VR. So that's right. been around for a bit, but the one I saw much more recently was a water slide with virtual reality, which I was kind of curious about your thoughts on that one. It would be terrifying for me because I would be worried that I'm going to fly off of this water slide anyway. I wouldn't <laughs> feel the same way about a roller coaster because you got the bar over your lap, but I would feel like I might fly out of the water tunnel and then they're all, they've got all that stuff coming at you and going on around you. I, I don't know that I'm comfortable with that one. <laughs> yeah, that would. I don't know. I, I think, especially if it's an enclosed tube, I'd be not too concerned about safety or whatever. It was just, it just struck me as like, has science gone too far on this one? Because I actually really like some of the places VR is getting added, like where you have a headset and you're in like a pool and you can swim around uh, and do all these things. That kind of that sounds pretty fun because you're just in a pool. But, like, water slides are fun. Why do you, like, it just feels, I don't know. I, I would, yeah. you know, it, my instinct was, like, just why. But at the same time, if I'm in a water park and they have a water slide where there's VR headsets, you know I'll be trying it. So, it's, it, yeah, let's be honest. Well, I'll try it. <laughs> but So, yeah, that gives me an idea. Like, maybe they should do something for something that's not so fun, like a root canal. 
So <laughs> while you're getting a while you're getting a root canal, it could be like Darth Vader's in your mouth working on you. And isn't there? Oh man, we're we're back to the thing where I have just this vague recollection of information. But <laughs> I want to say that there was a thing for like VR with kids getting shots, which is pretty darn similar to what you're describing. But huh. um, yeah, either how way, they, like, how do they make that fun? I mean, if there's a tracker for the um, the shot or whatever. As long as, you know, we wouldn't want to be because I could still be scary, but just like some uh, little flying Care Bear comes in, gives you a hug. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. That's a pinchy hug. I don't know why I would do yeah. that, but maybe it's a St. Patrick's Day experience. I don't know, with a pinch. Okay. Huh. I don't I'll have to. Yeah. Since we're talking about all these VR games, we should probably go chat with our guest for the day. Yeah, I really want to find out what is the difference between a producer of games. We've we've talked to a maker of games and mm-hmm. um, I'm sure they have a hand in the game, but the producer of the game, let's find out what that's all about. So we are, I guess, joining Doug Neighbors, the founder of Fun Train, in this cool little situation he has set up. So thanks for letting us join you. Uh, you, Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and Fun Train? Sure, sure, sure. This is the, actually this space is a, like every Wednesday night, a bunch of us meet in VR chat, uh, this thing called the XR Social Club. And so it's like, it's about 10 or 15 people. We all just talk shop and look at each other's avatars and get awkward i guess <laughs> but it's a lot of fun so i invite you guys to come join it's a good it's a good i think anytime to anytime you get to sit with someone in vr that another vr enthusiast i think it's a it's a real pleasure but uh my name's doug cool. hi and i am um i i work for a company called fun train and fun train is um uh, we're obviously a, we're a VR company only. We're a VR gaming company only, and we uh, make uh, uh, episodic virtual reality games based on um, well-known intellectual properties or franchises. That's basically our, the way uh, our business model. And we uh, we create short-form content or short-form games, basically with a with a low price point that allow people to easily access the games and jump in and give it a try. And if they don't want to continue with the episode, I mean, with the with the story, they don't have to, and they can end it there. But we feel that uh, customer choice in VR is or player choice in VR is a real big deal. So uh, that's our that's our kind of our mandate. It's our our first title. Um, we're a publisher, uh, so are we? We actually. Uh, go out and, and work with development teams who we really admire, uh, or we feel like they are, they've made some really incredible games in the past. Uh, so our first was The Exorcist, uh, Legion VR, and that was a title that we licensed and we wanted to find the perfect team, and that ended up being, uh, Wolf and Wood. And I'm sure you guys know them. They're, 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 ge- they're pretty much geniuses and they are, they did a game called A Chair in a Room which scared the living daylights out of me. So I thought, what better <laughs> team What better team to do The Exorcist than this, than these guys? And so uh, we had that, and that's now, that's now everywhere. That's a Quest PlayStation title. It's obviously on Steam and the Oculus Store and 
Yep. We're even launching in China uh, in um, probably next week on the Pico Neo 2, uh, which is just an amazing Amazing headset. So, so uh-huh. there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot going on with that. So, our, then our ne- our new title, which launched on, we sort of do these tiered rollouts where we'll we'll start with one platform, then we'll roll out another and another, but they're all simultaneous simultaneously in production, right? So, so Quest. I mean, so so Tarzan just came out, uh, just released on PC on Tuesday, but only the first two parts of the story. So part one and part two, episode one, episode two, episode three is in production, but those are out. That's now out now for, on PC. Uh, it came out Tuesday afternoon, and so this will be our first weekend going in. And uh, we really want everybody to give it a shot. It's uh, it's really a, a labor of love. And that team, forgive me for not. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just talking. No, that's yeah, good. Good. Is that enough? You, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so that 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 team. Uh, <laughs> That team, <laughs> I sometimes I just go and go, but that team, uh, the Tarzan team is Stonepunk Studios, and we played their game Primordian, which was like a badass rock and roll Conan the Barbarian in space or on a, on an alien planet, and, and it was just like wow, these guys these guys are wild, and they they can make a good game. So uh, we thought, wonder what would they do with Tarzan. And so we, when we, we got Tarzan, uh, we approached them and they were all for it. It's a small team, but they're, they're super talented. And they're, uh, even Jason, the head of Stonepunk was what worked for Blizzard for many years as on, on the, on the Warcraft team. So mm-hmm. he, uh, do, doing environmental, uh, you know, he was an environmental artist, et cetera. So that's why the world in Tarzan, I hope, I don't know if you guys got to play it, but everything's got a little bit of a Warcrafty look to it almost in, in an art style, I think. Uh, I hope I don't, you know, that's not sacrilege to say that, but, uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, we're really proud of the art, the look and feel of the game. And, um, we're, tw- uh, even Stonepunk was up, you know, the team was up till, very late last night because they wanted to push out an update to combat today, uh, which just rolled out this morning, uh, that, uh, uh, sort of enhanced the, the, some of the fighting styles that you can adopt, uh, as Tarzan. We're really trying to bring Tarzan, make, you know, bring Tarzan into the 21st century. And, and, and Tarzan used to be like your grandfather's superhero. You know, like Grandpa would talk about the old Tarzan comics he used to read, and what we're trying to do is kind of bring usher Tarzan into this. Like, Tarzan is cool, and he's uh, he's cool in in the way that Conan the Barbarian is cool and like badass. Tarzan is so, always updated. He's updated like every three years for the last hundred years. You're right about that, but there hasn't been an actual video game in a long time since like the PS2. Right? No, I'm, so, I mean movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally movies. Everybody's giving him a, giving him a, a once over. So, but they, in, in, as far as gaming is concerned, the guy, and you know, it's not really, uh, he hasn't really been, um, refreshed in a yeah. long time. So this is our, this is our shot to do that. And we'll see how it, how people take to it. What well, we hope, uh, we hope people really love it. And we hope people most importantly have fun because it's, it's like a beat em. It's almost like a, like a, I love Path of the Warrior. I'm a huge Path of, Path of the Warrior fan. I'm a huge Gorn fan. And, uh, but I'm also, a huge gallery fan, you know, episode one of the gallery, you know, going back old school, like to 2016 or whatever, you know, and, and, and the Cloudheads title. So I thought, how can we mash these things together in the world of Tarzan? And that's kind of what we tried to do. So that's the yeah. spiel. Yeah. Yeah. That's I it. actually did get to try a little bit of Tarzan this morning. And uh, one of the things I was going to 
say was I did enjoy the uh, art styles. Uh, yeah, I guess you compared it to other things too. So it was like a little bit of that like Borderlands feel. Not not a lot of that, but it's like I, uh. I like the art style. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I did find myself pleasantly surprised that I didn't get motion sick when I saw the previews. I was kind of really expecting to uh, yeah. play 10 minutes and then go barfing a trash can or something, but not too motion I'll sick. I'll tell you, yeah, I, you know, that is something that we motion sick, we knew if, if it, we started developing this with uh, with uh, Stonepunk back in January of 2019. So we knew, and this was even before Quest was even out back then. It was it's just all PC and PC and PlayStation. But we knew one thing if we didn't, if we knew nothing else, this is that Tarzan has to swing, right? And now, yes. like everybody expects Tarzan to swing. Everybody at some point in their life when they're a kid has like grabbed a rope or a clothesline or you name it and said, Mama, look at me. I'm Tarzan or I'm just going to swing like Tarzan. Everybody's done it. I don't care what country you live in. Somebody's, you've, somebody or somebody around you has done that. So we, we knew that we had to deliver on the swinging. So we began like a three month process to get this swinging is now we had all kinds of like realistic swimming, swinging and then very kind of like grappling hook type swinging and, uh, uh, Spider-Man type swinging and it was all, we, we went through so many iterations of the swinging mechanic to land at the one that gave us the most, the, the, that feeling of whistling through the jungle, but also did not give that motion sickness effect, but also didn't feel like vines were just shooting out of your hands, which in fact they're not, you know, they're, they're actually kind of being drawn to you almost like a distance grab. Um, and there's all kinds of cool things you can do with vine swinging that no one knows about yet because we don't really advertise it. We, we kind of want people to figure out how to, what's cool about vine swinging, but you can actually, um, you can grab two vines at once. You can literally stand there suspended in the air with holding a vine in each hand. You can rock them back and forth. You can use your thumbsticks to get, to, to get momentum swinging back and forth. There's certain areas that you can't reach without using momentum swings. So, um, there's a, obviously you can do vine attacks where you can like grab a bad guy and grab another vine and take him up into the trees and drop him from a distance. You can <laughs> drop dynamite on guys from the vine. There's so much to do on, on the vine swinging. I think people are just figuring out, you know, uh, what, what, what this is exactly and how can we play around mm -hmm. and experiment. But it's, it's meant, you're, it's meant to jump in there, have fun and have fun and kick ass, you know? Yeah. We, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward cool. to giving it another go. When I so the part I was getting to was the vine swinging, but I had a particularly suicidal Tarzan. Every time I tried to jump off the cliff, it jumped between the vines, regardless of like where I aimed. So I'm gonna have to give it another go so that I can experience it. <laughs> it's a little unlucky. It's like, come on, Tarzan, choose to live. I believe. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 you know, we want there to be a little bit of a learning curve. Clearly, uh, I don't know. You're talking about the first vine swing on the with the waterfall. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to. Yeah. I would just like move forward toward it, and it would just be like, and to the right. It's like, no, <laughs> go forward. Oh. <laughs> Well, we want it to be a little bit challenging. We want it to be something so that people can, not inaccessible and not completely, but we also want something that people can feel like they've mastered it a little bit. So, mm -hmm. so it takes a little bit more than a few minutes to get into it. Uh, but, uh, we worked really hard on that. And even if you're still yeah, concerned about, about motion sickness, we have a, a VR tunnel or the vignette, you know, that dreaded vignette effect that, uh, you can add in the settings if you, if you'd like to kind of 
Because you don't, nobody wants motion sickness. Let me tell you, VR sickness is terrible. Well, it's if terrible. he didn't get and motion like, sick, then it's not going to happen because he gets super motion sick. So that's a good yeah, yeah, plug. No, I was very impressed by the motion sick. That was one of the first <laughs> things I noticed. Just, yeah, hats off to cool. the motion sickness. You guys did well. Cool. So Cool. Yeah, cool. so... So a little about, you know, before you started this and, and also, I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to figure out the difference between a publisher and yeah, me, me too. The, the, me too. the creators. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. had a background in, in entertainment before this, right? Yeah, no, I was a producer. I was a producer of TV. I did, I did movies uh, and TV. For a long time, I did this t t old TV show called Monk. I did that for oh, like, uh, I did that for like four, uh, five, six seasons, I think. That's, As that's one of the, both of our, it's in our top five, both of us. Oh, Punk. oh, good. Well, well, I'm, um, oh, yeah. I was, I was one of the, I was, I think my title, a final title was co-producer on that. So I was, I was like midway up the totem pole, but we had a great team and we, we worked on that show for a long time and I kind of fell in love with the episodic content, I think, in, on that show. And I did little things like I worked, I, I you know, we, I developed uh, some sci-fi, uh, uh, shows with, uh, it was like on the early teams of, uh, well, I shouldn't say that what I, what that was, but, uh, some pretty big sci-fi <laughs> shows of the of the uh, of you know the early two thousands, and did some films and you know just a producer for hire, gun for hire mostly. But I back in two thousand and fifteen, I I had always been a gamer, like a closet gamer. You know the, the guy, I'm the per, kind of person <laughs> I'm talking about, where you you're a gamer but you don't tell anybody because you're afraid the cool people like in Hollywood are gonna like make fun of you for being a gamer. Like there's this gamer shame. Well, I had gamer oh, no. shame and I had gamer <laughs> shame and I, I, uh, and I had always been a virtual reality kind of fan boy or fan guy. Like I, I, cause even going back to this, this old thing called Dactyl Nightmare that I loved it is I would seek it out every time my family would go to Las Vegas, it, which is basically like a pod, like a location based, uh, uh, a shooter where you're you're but it was a social shooter you it's like a record it was kind of like early early versions of rec room with a pterodactyl that it eats you okay uh randomly uh so that and i was a big fan of that and i thought i, I saw this like i saw vr kind of growing and evolving and maybe becoming viable and so like in 2015 i completely shifted my career and i said we're gonna i'm a producer and i i can i can connect dots between people and i can put teams together and i can run teams and I, I come out of a, I'm, I'm here, I'm in Los Angeles and I'm based in a licensing world. Why not see if I can take this, you know, the, this flour and this, this egg and, you know, this sugar and put it all together and make a cake, you know? And so that's basically uh, what I started doing. And uh, that's, that's basically how, it, that's my background. If that answers your question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So movies, TV, and then, and then I just saw VR as like this new entertainment medium. And a, re a great way to tell stories episodically over time, uh, and I saw it as a as kind of this wild west of of business, and that was really exciting to me. So, what a publisher does versus what a developer does, I I look at it in terms of like restaurant, like a restaurant. Uh, the a restaurant needs many things like to function. Uh, obviously, the patrons that eat the food that's 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 the players, right? And then. Uh, but you need sort of like the general manager or the owner of the restaurant 
And this is the guy that like puts the suit on and goes around and shakes hands and says, Hey, how's your meal, meal tonight? You know, or, you know, like you're having a good time, blah, blah, blah. And so that's pretty much my position. But the development team, they are the chefs in the kitchen and they are preparing mm-hmm. this elaborate, tasty meal that they slaved in the hot over a hot stove for for so long and that's the development right that, those okay, are those but you're, guys you're so the big dog that's the difference i don't <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> uh i wouldn't say i'm the big dog but none of these things function the face man doesn't if people don't come around don't feel like they're being like they're being um you know kind of like catered to and taken care of by that guy that just stand, the guy in the seat yeah. in the restaurant if you've ever noticed he doesn't do anything he just shakes hands and smiles and that's kind of me uh, it was just an avatar reference. I, I know, I get it. I, I chose wrong yeah. poorly, but but uh, <laughs> but the the um, the uh, that's kind of what the what I see a, a publishing company doing. And none yeah. of these things function alone uh, without okay. without the develop without the shifts and and the, and the anyway. That's that long way to answer yeah. your question. Okay, so um, just curious because you're you're in LA and you're dealing with all these different um, properties. Um, have you ever met Tony Shaloub? <laughs> Tony's a good Tony's yeah, Tony is uh, my mentor and my um Is that right? Tony is okay. uh, uh the pr- guy that basically he's kind of my was kind of my north star for like all my good going on 9 years or so. Like he's he's one of the greatest wow. people I've ever met and he and I shared a uh in in Monk I started off as Tony's do you knew this, right? That's why you're no. asking this question. No, we just oh, love okay. Tony Shalhoub oh, and uh, everything he's in. Oh, uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony, and I, I started off the show. I was a development guy at Universal, and then I, I quit that job because I was working for like that, like a literal horrible boss. And I, I, first job I ever quit in my entire life, and I was working on a major science fiction television show. Uh, major one that you guys all know. And, uh, but I quit it. And, uh, cause I heard that this new show Monk was coming to town, uh, from Canada. And I said, I want to get a part of that show. I don't care what I'm doing. And I, I interviewed and they made me Tony's assistant. So I was Tony's assistant, uh, kind of like he was a, he was an executive producer on the show. And I was sort of his, uh, uh I interfaced with the casting department and the, the writers and the whole cool. arts. So uh, Tony okay. and I shared a trick. She, we shared a trailer together, a little um, RV together. Uh, and, wow. you know, he'd come by my house and pick me up on the way to work, or I'd pick him up <laughs> on the way to work. He's like, yeah, you want some coffee? I'm like, sure, let's go by. Let's stop by uh, Let's stop by um, Starbucks and grab something on the way. Brutal hours in TV. I don't know if you guys know, but it's brutal hours, and you really... Yeah. It really, it really creates this camaraderie on set uh, when, when you have to wake up at four in the morning for five days straight to get to... Well, you, you hear about religion. that. But I, I only ask that because we're such big fans of his. I had no idea you knew him like that. I, I thought maybe yeah, a yeah, producer he's, just he's actually never like meets him. No, no. I, and I became a producer, producer because Tony basically, I said, I, I'm, I want to step up and I want to step up. I want to climb this ladder. I want to climb that rung. And every step of the way, Tony fought for me and uh, circled the wagon. And uh, Tony wow. is, uh, I was, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what to say other than um, I hope he, uh, he knows how much he did for me. So he's a good guy. He's one of the best awesome. there is. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the best. You just never know. You, you would, we would assume he is, but you just never know. He's, he's one of the best. 
Honest to God. Cool. I can't, yeah. yeah. Broke my heart when I heard he, he got COVID, you know. Uh, where he and Brooke had had it. Um, I believe Brooke had it, but I, but it really, really concerned me. And um, I'm glad that he, he made it through it and was able to yeah. tell more people about it and say, listen, just guys, wear a mask, dummies, you know, sit, yeah. sit apart. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Unlike here. <sighs> Yeah. Just just one quick thought. Oh, go ahead, Tyler. Yeah. No, no, I was just gonna get in on the mask bandwagon. What were you gonna say? The the um the one thing that we would like to see someday if possible is um would they would you ever see Monk coming back as a occasional TV movie? They tried many times. I think, you know, they tried several times. Um, uh, I can't speak to that too much. Other than I know that Andy and those guys had some scripts. They had a TV. Yeah. They had a they had a they had a long form like TV movie thing. Everybody wanted to get the old gang back, but yeah, you know, yeah. uh, the the longer further and further we get from it, the further distance. And now Tony is doing better with Miss Maisel than he ever. I mean, in my my opinion, he's really killing it with Maisel now, and so, yeah. uh, so, so that uh, I mean, I just think it's water under the bridge. It's okay to sometimes let things die. Oh, you yeah. know, let them let yep. drift away and let them become this fond memory that we had. And Monk was Monk ended in two thousand nine, so yeah. I mean, that, that's a long that's a long time ago, <laughs> and it's time to let it go. You know, you can't you can't just you can't live in the in the past, but we, we, I still occasionally chat with, uh, Jason or Ted. I don't really talk to trailer, but, uh, um, uh, they're all good. They're all good peeps. They're all yeah. such a, so that's sort of the, that's kind of the work ethic or that that's kind of the, the touchy feely kind of family thing that we like to bring to, we're trying to bring to our company and, um, we're small tight and we were a small company and we work with other small companies and we like to kind of keep it, uh, I don't know. Keep it. Uh, yeah. Did my hand just go up here for some reason? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's kind of weird because you got human hands. Yeah. It's, it's just. It's kind of freaky. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know. It's, you know. Yeah. I had a. I had an avatar created uh, by a avatar uh, creator. Air quotes uh, in. Um, in uh, Pakistan, of all places, and the avatar came in too late, so I was going to use it for this interview, but uh, didn't happen. So you got the dog. I, I think the dog's excellent. I could look at the dog talking all day. Um, yeah, <laughs> your your northern star comment uh, got me thinking about uh, what you are currently doing with the uh, production of like pulling in like this title, connecting it with this uh, developer, all that. So yeah, my question is, what's your white whale of something to make? What's like the thing that would be just uh -huh. like the absolute dream to get to put together? What a great question. What a great question. Um, well, if I, here's, I, I could tell you guys, but then someone else is going to do it if I tell you, you know, like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but I could tell you what I tried and tried and tried and didn't get. And I know, I know that it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I wanted, I want, so we go after, we, we go after like, we try to get like these like 
evergreen titles, we call them, like these classics that we know aren't going to be flashes in the pans, but actually have a, have a, have a, have a, this sense of nostalgia to them and, and a fan base. So, uh, Goonies was one that I really wanted to do in VR. I'm sorry, guys, my phone keeps going off no nonstop. Worries. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Goonies was one that I was really interested in for a while. And it skews a little bit older, I think. Uh, but that is kind of, I saw a real opportunity with continuing that. that that's a movie that's probably never going to get off the ground, the sequel that they keep talking about. And I thought, <laughs> what a great way to continue the story. It always bugged me that when I had Willie's ship sails off into the distance, into the distance at the end of the, you remember in the end of the movie? Did you I just watch Goonies? Oh my I, God. I did. Yeah, but oh, it, it didn't. Uh, oh my yeah. God! So, so, so I'm it glad it didn't work. Little, was, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was a terrible idea. So, so anyway, One-Eyed Willie's <laughs> ship sails off. One-Eyed Willie—that's literally his name—and he's uh, he he his his ghost ship sails off into the distance, full of treasure, while all the Goonies stand on the beach and watch it go. And the cops roll in and say, "Where have you been, kids?" You know, blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, no one's going after that ship. That thing's full of gold. It's like full, of, and it's just <laughs> on a, it's just on a tall ship. It's just like on a, just slowly uh, sailing away. And I'm thinking, what a great, yeah. what a great, what a great pursuit. And there's booby traps and kind of like an Eye of the Temple. If you guys have played this game, Eye of the Temple, it's so it's so fun. You know, this room scale I, VR game that came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, no, that sounds fun. Oh my gosh, guys! Well, the Eye of the Temple is not getting not getting a lot of love, but it's kind of like a pitfall or a or a, uh, a, a, a an escape room kind of thing. But it's like got uh, room scale uh, mechanics, so you literally walk. It's got redirected walking, more or less. You, you, you know what I'm talking about when I talk about when like you can actually create a play space and it'll always move you to keep you in the play space. It's amazing, right, but right. Uh, I'm thinking like so. All my references are, are kind of not are falling flat. But uh, well, I want no, no, Goonies just, to be something like that. Yeah, yeah. To me, yeah, Goonies right. would be Goonies would be the one to to let go, kind of like Monk. You know, just it's because it's 1983 yeah. it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah but it mm -hmm. a lot of people loved it. Yeah, maybe we bring well, back Jaws. Jaws. I do, Jaws would I do be really great. like what you said about the the ship. That did sound fun, but yeah, that Jaws, makes a lot of sense. It's hard to forget Jaws. It's a shark attacking people. That. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. easy and, uh, to remember. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very. But we 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 got some. We have another title in production right now that I can't talk about. Uh, that's been in production now for about three weeks, uh, three months. What am I talking about? And uh, that is a um, going to be a quest first title, uh, and uh, it's by with a with a really a team that you know already, and a and a and um I and a, and a really um. A really fantastic quasi science fiction IP that you all are very familiar with. So that that is our next that's our next project, and uh, and then we're gearing we're teeing up uh, our fourth title now. So uh, we're on the we're on the yeah we're we're on the warpath. You know, does it involve uh, a uh, hundred and fifty foot tall monkey? No, no, but the universal <laughs> part, but they, but, but, but there's uh, one of them I looked at early and earlier, um, earlier was a creature from the black lagoon, which is a really over uh, under, uh, uh, not a very well, um, 
Oh, it's an often overlooked universal monster. Uh, sure. And I, th- I thought, uh, what a great, sw- you know, a swamp thing is always one that mm-hmm. I've been interested in as well. I love swamp thing, but these are niche. You know, these aren't crowd. Well, what I keep having to remind myself is creature from the black lagoon ain't Frankenstein, you know, and we need Frank. Mm-hmm. Our company needs Frankenstein. We, that's the, we need to make the biggest crowd pleasers we possibly can. And, uh, instead of going after the niche, uh, fans, we need to go, go wide. Uh, Creature from a Black Lagoon would, would, would have been interesting, but, uh, we're, we're just trying, we try to go as, as with the, as really the po- most popular and, and. I think he, he yeah. just wasn't huge because it was a B, it was a B movie when it, when it was out. It was a B movie, but it was, it was a yeah. classic that I, I used to love that thing. Oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You need the, you need the, uh, the Jaws or the Dracula or whatever that's that right. everybody knows. Yeah, you're you're exactly you're exactly right. So we 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 uh you know one we we and at one point in the company we actually had a we're doing doing a trying to do a deal for this new Luc Besson science fiction epic, um, and uh, that was coming out and we were really excited about oh man we could it's going to be the next Fifth Element and da 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 and uh, turned out to be a total flop and so thank goodness that deal didn't make. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we we have a very popular character that involves a large talking donut. If you're interested, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else did you guys want to talk about? I mean, we, uh, Tarzan is a you know, Tarzan is a three part series. Exorcist was five. Tarzan is three, but the episodes are a little bit longer. So, it, and it, the story is actually told in three parts. So issue one, issue two, and issue three, and uh, issue one and two are out now. I really hope you get to issue two because issue two has some really dope things. Like there's a uh, we have a well, well besides the slingshot, which is so fun to use, so you can switch between a ranged weapon or a ma- or your fists, but also uh, you can. Um, uh, it's a more of our climbing episode. And there's a lot of climbing involved, but all, but uh, there's also a uh, a lion follower that you can activate from time to time if you come upon Numa the lion. And Numa is this just completely overpowered uh, <laughs> character in the game that we love. It just mows down uh, uh, soldiers in the jungle. This lion's just pouncing and taking out groups of soldiers. We really love it. It's so it's so fun. It's so fun. You can use the lion or you don't have to, but uh you can activate or you and you activate by beating your chest and making the Tarzan call and then the lion comes to attention <laughs> and says, How can I, you know, how can I serve you great Tarzan? And uh and then and then it just goes like like murderous. Yeah, murderous oh, yeah. all all over these uh, cartoon and they're cartoon characters, so it's not too gory and it, it's still it is teen rated, so we want to keep it uh we want to keep it as teen yeah. as possible. Yeah, yeah no, I'm yeah. definitely looking forward to it. I'll definitely be getting back in, especially now knowing that you know, gotta beat my chest for a lion. Cannot do that. So yeah, and there's other places to beat the chest too. I mean, there's some there's some secrets. You know what what we're finding is people we're watching people play the game is uh. There's so much that people aren't seeing. And that's part of it is like, you know, uh, maybe, uh, ill conceived game design on our part and with Stonepunk. But we also, we want to leave things open for, to find. We want, it would be great if someone found something like a year from now that was, has always been there, but, uh, no one just knew. 
And I, I'm I'm kind of really excited about that part. Uh, I really, think I think what would be great is if in like a thousand years they discover this thing and then they find something that nobody had ever found. In the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. We're, 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 we'll, we'll be living in VR at that point. What is the funniest or just best bug you've encountered so far? Because I could see it in a game with like swinging around and mauling lions and climbing and stuff. There's got to be some like really hilarious thing that people have encountered while in development that stood out. That's, that's probably more of a stone punk question. I know that we, yeah, we right. on the play yeah. on the on the play testing side of things, I could tell you that uh, there's this one soldier. We just rolled out a new combat update, so the soldiers uh, are, are the soldier. The difficulty, the everything from the strength to the health, you know, the amount of damage a soldier will do during a fight with you, or the health of the soldier, or his uh, his alertness or his aggression. These are all randomized. So no, so each time you go through the game, you're going to fight a different level of soldier and you never know what's coming up some of them are really hard to take down others are go down in one punch you know like have a like a glass mm-hmm. jaw and you really don't know what what it's going to be till you get into the scrap with them uh but mm-hmm. um from a playtest perspective to answer your question there's one grenade uh there's one gren, gren, uh, grenadier is that right is that the right you say a person who throws grenades how do you say it oh i don't know i just know the drink grenadine <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, totally different. But, uh, but um, there's we had there's a there's a guy that throws a grenade. He keeps blowing himself up all the time, and it's nice. it's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, and we we actually fixed that. We rolled out a combat update, or Stonepunk rolled out a combat update last night. Would fix that grenade guy that no longer kills himself over and over and over again. <laughs> Sometimes the by you know AI is AI is you know these guys are uh, they they're running around. Sometimes they trip and fall over each other uh, accidentally, but it's kind of funny. And they react to that, and then they'll get back up and come back at you. So there's a lot. There's a lot of um, when you deal with like those kind that kind of ragdoll physics. There's always fun to be had uh, with uh, bad yeah. guys. Yeah, that's perfect. Awesome. That's exactly what I was looking for. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, that probably does it for this uh, segment. But Great. were there any things you'd like to shout out or plug or anything at the end? Well, Tarzan, I mean, episode, uh, to, you know, episode one, two, and three is upcoming. Uh, we're going to be, uh, uh, we, uh, new platforms are going to be announced very soon. So if you go to uh, TarzanVirtualReality.com, uh, or I think we also have a Tarzan-VR.com, you can sign up and find out like when these next platforms are going to be releasing. We got some really great teams working on some of our ports. Uh, and that's really all, all I want to say. And uh, just a shout out to all the VR fans, the people that are literally, they're sitting here watching three, you know, three nerds talk in <laughs> VR, you know, with <laughs> avatars, like good, you know, good on you because, uh, uh, that means you're passionate just like we are. So yeah, I really, yeah. yeah. And we'll that. leave some links, we'll leave some links underneath this video on YouTube, on the podcast. You heard cool. the the URL, so yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, cool. That's it. All right. Well, that was fun. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited about 
It was such a vague but intriguing description of the next thing they've been working on for, he said, three months. Where it's like some sci-fi yeah. thing we've heard of by some developer we've heard of. It's like, all right, sounds good to me. I, he sounded pretty excited about it, so I was kind of feeding off his excitement on that one. But yeah, a lot of interesting stuff. And you were probably pretty hyped about the Tony Shalhoub business. Sounded, I thought we were going to devolve into a Monk special. I do love Monk, and I love Tony Shalhoub. He is a great actor, and I'm I'm just glad to hear he is as great in person as I would have hoped. Yeah, that is always nice to hear, especially someone that shared a trailer with him saying that. So that's so cool. It yeah. was an unexpected treat to yeah. get all that. Yeah, but the science cool. fiction thing, I was curious too. You know, I guess we'll find out soon enough. I was kind of glad that when I said 150-foot monkey that he didn't say, oh, uh, we have to go back and erase that now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that could have actually been a little fun tidbit for us. We should have taken a yeah. couple more shots at it. How about Godzilla? How about, you know, yeah. until he's like, okay, uh, delete. And we're just like, yes, now we know what to look forward to. <laughs> but Okay, just tell me this. Fangs or no fangs? On, uh, on no, that the, would have been a good question for him. No, no, no. Just to try and pinpoint the pinpoint the, uh, the character the we're talking questions. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty questions about what he's working on. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not answering that. Okay, that's nineteen questions left. I'm still not answering is the, that. Right. Is the character a green or greenish hue? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a missed opportunity, but oh well. But you know, we should we'll find do. out. We should. We should come up with what put ourselves in his shoes of if we were to get to just create a game, which obviously we're not going to be doing this because this, this is a different thing than we do. But uh, just for a fun hypothetical, uh, if we were to just have a game come into existence off of a franchise we enjoy, what would it be? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Ooh. I might I think, have I think mine, mine are already, already taken. Go ahead. Oh well, good. What's yours? Because I, I'm still, I'm, I'm sitting on a pretty good one, but I'm still kind of thinking. Well, I love the James Bond series. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they're in VR. Are they? Right. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Now I'm going to have to check, but uh, I mean, obviously there are tons of games on it, which is good, uh, but uh, I don't know yeah, how don't it would be different from a, any other guy running around with a gun, though, except that you got a license to kill, so. Although I don't know. I said tons of games. Actually, I just think of those games and it's from childhood. It's like GoldenEye being a classic, but yeah, I mean, I would not be mad about a VR Bond game in any capacity, so I'm down for your answer. And it'd be very okay, doable. What's um, mine, uh, I was sitting on Firefly, and I think I'm going to keep sitting on Firefly. It would be pretty fun, because it would mix all the different things. You'd get a little bit of the, like, go in hmm. on these missions. You've got, like, 
you've got to do a heist or you've got to, you know, fight off these bandits or you've got to fly your ship around. You've got to, and you can even do like you play as River and have superpowers. It a little bit of everything, so could be a fun one. Okay, what's one that you do not want to see made into a VR game? Hmm. Mine, mine is either Chucky or Child's Play. Really? Yeah. I, so there is a VR experience for that. It's like some free little video. I I stopped it because I wasn't quite prepared for the sudden movement they did. Uh, but something for that exists. But I'm kind of surprised VR and scary things get along quite nicely. So that could be. Uh, winner. I just but, yeah, wouldn't be for me. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to think of some franchise that I just don't enjoy. <laughs> just don't want to see mm. it in VR. So I may have. To, I know. How about The Bachelor VR? Oh, you win. Yeah, thank you. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I I want nothing to do with that. Get that out of my house. All right. Although somebody's going to probably go make it now that I've said it. Yeah. Well, and they might make a few bucks, but not from us. Um, okay. <laughs> so other things going on in the world. Thanksgiving just happened. So hopefully everyone had a nice, uh, probably virtual Thanksgiving. So <laughs> I know we're all trying to stay safe. Hopefully some of you got to experience some uh human interaction with your close-knit group but if not hopefully your virtual turkey was delicious i'm sure there's some way to make good on a virtual reality thanksgiving you're shaking your head my virtual turkey was horrible but i do have a lot of leftovers yeah well you have to cook it you can't just dismember (laughs) the virtual turkey (laughs) you just gotta yeah that was your mistake yeah well, we should but, do first part, second part, moving into the Christmas season. It should be Christmas-related. Absolutely, somehow. I agree. Well, so the theme would just be Christmas in VR. So uh, we can hmm. make sense of what we come up with. Uh, it, I mean, we did just do a game thing, uh, but it doesn't have to be a game. I know we've done first part, second part games for it. could be... Uh, it, it just anything. We'll see what we what we hit. Okay, I'm ready. But I like it. Hmm. With first or second? Yes, either one. All right. Um. All right. First part. Elves in okay. nog. Elves in nog. Hmm. Yes. Have you ever had elf nog? Uh, no. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's not kind to the elves. That's all I can say. Um, when you make it, <laughs> drain them of their life essence. Maybe <laughs> no. Elves so... in nog is more like elves swimming around in nog. So it's like a nog sauna, you know, hot tub. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's either a very relaxing experience experience where you're an elf just in this uh like luxury 
outing with all your other elf friends swimming around in Nog, or it's this terrifying experience where you're draining elves of their life essence for Nog. <laughs> so, right. I think perfect. it could be a room in VR chat where you you'd we'd have a chat in a hot tub of Nog and we all are in elf avatars. So really if it's um just to briefly go back to what I uh, just pitched, instead of being two different things, it should be both. It's this luxury resort for elves where they think they're safe swimming around in this nog, but you have to go around yeah. draining the elves without alerting them. So it's like a stealth Christmas murder game. So, But yeah, your Ooh. VR chat thing's valid as well. Not, nothing but like anyway. a Christmas murder game. Absolutely. So I think we should keep on trucking though. Do you have another first okay. or second? Uh, I can. Yeah. Second part. What do you have? You have a second part? Yeah. Okay. Reindeer on the tree. Reindeer on huh. the tree. Well, I'm getting a very clear visual image. <laughs> There's a yeah. reindeer and it's yeah. on a tree. So. Yes, <laughs> I was getting the same thing. Yeah, so maybe we just come up with next level decor. You have your Christmas tree sitting at the window for the neighbors to see, but you know it's just not interesting enough. It looks like everyone else's. It's got its lights. You can see it from the street. It's cool and all, but what it doesn't have is a giant reindeer <laughs> that takes yeah. up half of it. So yeah. Yeah, that. Okay, okay. Could be a video game. Could so, be a video game where you you're in a VR game and you're having to um, decorate the tree, but reindeers are jumping and and it keeps knocking everything off. And you, you that's the only way you can get points is if you can decorate it before they knock it over. No, okay, that's horrible. Okay, I can see that. Uh, it'd just nope. be a mini game for something. But so. Yeah. If, if it were a VR game, what I kind of pictured was uh, you are the reindeer on the tree. And so there's this game, I can't think of the name of it, but you you just jump. And it's like really, really difficult to just keep jumping upward. And it's this really, really frustrating game where all you have to do is keep jumping upward with this difficult to navigate character. And it's really easy to fall and lose all your progress. And so it'd be that. But you're a reindeer on a Christmas tree jumping branch to branch trying to make it to the top. But it's really hard to do. And you Ooh. keep falling. So Okay, so you could have a, a bunch of little ornaments that are actually coming to life, you know? That are having to jump up the tree, but they're not full size. They're just little ornaments, yeah. Mm, okay. okay. And you're like, okay, yeah, interesting. And if you so make it to the more? star, then you win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, at least there's an end to it. And if you make it to the star, then you have to start over. But now it's uh, the Christmas tree in February when it's all dead. Some of the branches fall off. Way fewer leaves. So catches fire. Yeah. Catches fire whenever you move too fast from friction. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. I have uh, either one. Do you have first or second or both again? Okay. Yeah, um, both. Hmm. All right. Prancer is big. 
Nightmare. Yes. All right. Nice. I'm excited about this. All right. <laughs> this, we have a winner. I don't know what it is yet, but I love it. Prancer's Big Nightmare. Hmm. Well, on the surface, this isn't anything exciting, but I would think Prancer is always wanting to be at the front of the reindeer, and then he finally gets the opportunity, and that's actually, he gets a lot of anxiety about it. <laughs> we have an opportunity here with Prancer's Big Nightmare, and you get was an anxiety-ridden <laughs> reindeer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. But that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it does beg the question of what is uh, Prancer's big nightmare? Maybe it's monsters in the closet that he has to shoot in AR. We don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, mm. I, I think rooftops have a lot of nightmarish consequences, potentially. So it could be all about land, a VR game where you're you're part of the reindeer team or you are a prancer, and you have to land on this roof. And if you don't do it just right, guess what happens? <laughs> you break your leg and get turned into glue. Too dark. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, but it's Christmas so glue. Which is special. Oh, glue. That's true. <laughs> if it's Christmas glue, it's okay. But yeah. here, so I I did come up with, uh, so they are living in the North Pole, which, you know, it is cold and terrifying up there. If the reindeer, or not the reindeer, if the Rudolph movie from Forever Ago showed us anything with the abominable snowman, or uh, it was an abominable snowman? He was, wasn't a snowman, it was like a stone monster. I don't remember. But uh, there are monsters up in the north. That's all I'm getting at. So yeah. there are all these scary creatures up in this cold, dark place. And for years and years, you know they're going to attack. They're lurking in the darkness. But what's this? They're coming out to strike while all the other reindeer are hibernating and Santa's on an elf nog binge. And... Uh, it's left to Prancer to save the North Pole from the monsters alone in the dark with he steals Rudolph's nose and it's just this tiny light that he can use to fight. That's that was, Prancer's That was nightmare. very detailed. Yeah, well, you know, just so someone can make it because I would play this, by the way. Someone get oh. on this. Okay, well, I would play the anxiety-ridden one. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound fun. Wow, well, so what's your plan for Christmas? I plan to decorate as thoroughly and as early as is reasonable. And mm -hmm. I plan to have a lot of elf nog and watch a lot of <laughs> Christmas stuff. And uh, yeah, just get in on the holidays because i mean it's still 2020 it's still covid it's still all that so we got to enjoy the holidays you know how about I agree. you um yeah just i th i think uh well we're gonna hang out with you and we're gonna stay safe and make it to 2021 that's a great plan here's to an excellent 2021 everyone thanks for joining us on this podcast and all the previous ones if you have 
it's been a good year and we'll see you on our next podcast for the first one of the year in 2021 catch you then all right see you later